Tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes are on the road in Detroit taking on the Detroit Red Wings after coming off a very disappointing and ugly loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. This game could also potentially see the return of Antti Ranta to the lineup as he is back in the lineup now as Pyotr Kochetkov is down in the AHL once again, and we will discuss all of that and more in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis. Once again, coming to you from Detroit, Michigan. Really looking forward to the game tonight. And once again, you are listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And like I said, the big thing that folks are talking about right now is will we see Auntie Ranta tonight? He is back on the roster, he traveled with the team up here to Detroit and Pyotr Kochekov back down to the AHL with the Chicago Wolves. Now, in my opinion, with this, will we see him tonight? I am personally going to say no. We will see him on Saturday in Montreal. But given anything can happen, but typically doesn't happen very often of Freddie Anderson going back to back games with not getting a start doesn't really happen a lot unless there's something going on. So I personally am definitely going to say Auntie Ranta will take tonight and being Freddie's backup. I think that's pretty fair. You know, don't throw him out there, you know, right after you know being out for several weeks with his lower body injury. I think this would be the best course of action of him just backing up tonight. You know, if he has to go in, yeah, let's hope it's, you know, not for Freddie getting hurt, but if he has to go in, yeah, he's healthy enough to do that. But I would still give him a couple more days to heal up, really be ready to go out there and start in Montreal, given that is the place where or the team he was going against when he got hurt as well. So, you know, maybe a revenge game for him there. But again, I'm thinking Freddie Anderson tonight. But again, the Hurricanes are coming off of that very disappointing loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They lost four to nothing the other day and you know outside of not allowing a lot of chances uh for the lightning that's really about it the hurricanes had didn't really have anything going for them in that game you know the power play was dreadful we were talking about you know the power play units that were being put out and you know that power the first power play unit especially looking very, very dangerous and really liking it. Yeah, you know, it was Brent Burns, uh, Shane Gossespair, uh, Sebastian Ajo, Marty Natchez, and Stefan Nazan. Yeah, you know, really like that. And on paper, it looked really good for that first unit. Second unit looked good as well, but we got a whole lot of nothing from them. So we're looking at those being changed up once again, trying to find something that works because as of late, nothing has been working. And the potential units that we'll be seeing tonight in Detroit are Sebastian Ajo, Marty Natchez, Jordan Stahl, Brent Burns, and Shane Gossespierre. Again, it's a unit that on paper 
looks pretty darn good in my opinion. But I said that about the last one too, and we see what happened there. So I'm cautiously optimistic with that one. I'm not going to be head over heels and you know really loving it until you know I see it out there on the ice tonight. And does it work? God, I hope it does. And then the second power play unit being Jesperi Kotniemi, Seth Jarvis, Jesse Puyarvi, Tavo Teravine, and Am Brady Shea. I do think that one looks better than that other second power play unit that uh, was put out the other night, which was Brady Shea, Jesperi Kotniemi, uh, Seth Jarvis, Jack Drury, and Tavo Teravine. And I think uh, Jesse may help it out a little bit more. It was his first time being healthy scratch since he came to the hurricanes the other night. So we'll see what happens with these. I really hope they can do something. Uh, I've said it in the past where, you know, obviously, you know, goals are the ultimate goal when you're on the power play, but they just need to look like a threat, you know, go down there and at least make us think that you can even score because as of late, having been convinced that they can even go down there and score a power play goal. So that has seriously got to be something that changes tonight. Again, power play itself has to show up as well. And this is, you know, not only like kind of writing on this game of, you know, them getting, you know, back on the right course, you know, they're also got three games in four days. They got Detroit tonight. They got, uh, Montreal on Saturday, as I mentioned. And then after that, they have the New York Islanders on Sunday, both of you know today and Saturday being on the road. So the Hurricanes, you know, they got you know, a really crammed schedule right now. So they're going to want to have guys you know, firing on all cylinders because as of late, it hasn't been that. It has not been that way and you know you look back to the last game against detroit you know every little thing helps you know i've say all the time a power play you know could make the difference in a game you know we've seen it as of late but go back to the last game against detroit it was when the hurricanes won one nothing and the lone goal was brady shea's power play goal that was also his first power play goal, but you know, it was the difference maker and the power play can seriously make a difference and they have got to get it going tonight here in Detroit. Got to get it going. And as I said yesterday, if they don't get that thing going, it could be a pretty ugly playoffs, you know, because you you look at last year's playoffs of how they just struggled offensively on the road at home. Yeah. It, that was a weird playoff last year. How they never won a playoff game on the road, but you know, their offense was also struggling and in turn power play was struggling. That cannot be the case. They have got to get it figured out soon. And honestly, we've kind of, we're seeing them getting the power play units getting shaken up game to game. I think that continues until we see something that shows signs of life you know whether it's the first unit whether it's the second you just something showing a sign of life like it can do something i think 
this is going to be the norm until we get to the playoffs of them just shaking up the power play every single game. And I'm really hoping that tonight they can get it going because, again, that first unit, it looks really good on paper. But I don't know what it is of them just struggling so much with this stuff. And obviously, power plays are you know not the easiest thing to do in the sports world. But, man, it is... It is uncharacteristically bad. You know, as I said yesterday, you know, the Hurricanes power play, you know, currently is sitting at 20th or 19th, excuse me, in the NHL at 20.7%. And again, that is generous. You know, it's been a bottom half, and frankly, kind of bottom half of the bottom half power play unit pretty much all year and it was that initial run of Shane Gossespierre coming in and breathing life into it that bumped it up and made it look somewhat normal and what we're used to and that hasn't been the case that's fell off again as I said uh whenever that was happening I didn't expect that to continue I didn't expect it to continue operating at what was like 80 some percent I didn't expect that yeah I knew it would fall off but for it to have fallen off the way it has is very, very disappointing. But, you know, we're talking a lot about the power play. And there are some other keys to the game that I have for tonight's game. And we will dive into those right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, you know, I'm out in Detroit wandering around exploring downtown. And, you know, you get hungry. You need a snack. And what better snack than Built Bar for when you're out just exploring a new city or whether you're on, you know, a hike, you know, post gym snack, or you know, just a snack at work, Built Bar is the thing for you. And what makes Built Bar so good? You guys that have been around for a long time, you know. But and if you're new, Built Bars are of course covered in 100% real chocolate, and they taste like a candy bar. And they come in great, great flavors like churro, coconut, almond, and my personal favorite, peanut butter brownie, and they also have a ton more flavors on their website, built.com as well. They have something for everyone. And regardless of which flavor you got, they are, again, extremely healthy with only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. And, you know, again, you can look on their website, built.com. But if you want them right now, right this minute, you can go out and get them. You can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club right now. If you go to Walmart, you can go over to the pharmacy section and get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or now coconut puffs. Personally, go and go with double chocolate there. That is definitely one of my top flavors. Or if you have a Sam's Club membership, you can go down there and get a 13-bar box of brownie batter and churro, both those top-tier flavors. And unless they've changed something, they did have a bonus bar in there as well and if i remember correctly it was double chocolate so great stuff there and again if none of those flavors interest you go to built.com and find a flavor just for you they have more than we could spend time here listing so now getting back to the carolina hurricanes and what they need to do tonight again i cannot stress the importance of the power play and that showing up tonight. They're really going to have to have that firing on all cylinders if 
they want to win this game tonight. But, you know, another thing that they need to do tonight is stop giving up so many opportunities. That's been something we've been talking about a lot lately of just how many opportunities they are giving up to the other team. You know, I go back to that game against Toronto. That is just one of the most glaring things. You know, they came away with a 5-3 win, but expected goals were Toronto 6, Hurricanes 2. Like, they have got to cut that out if they're wanting to win this game tonight, if they're wanting to win Saturday in Montreal, Sunday against the Islanders, if they're wanting to win in the playoffs. They have got to cut this stuff out. You know, this is stuff that hadn't been a big issue all season long with really the power play being the thing that we're really harping on all season long. But now we look at just what they're allowing other teams to get away with and that they cannot continue to do that if they want to be successful in the playoffs. Yeah. Again, they've clinched. That's all fine and dandy, but they're going to want home ice advantage. You're going to want to clinch that division. You know, do you want to go on the road? I mean, well, if they play Boston in the playoffs, they'd have to go on the road. You know, they're a team that could very well clinch, you know, the President's Trophy and Eastern Conference today against Columbus. So, you know, do you really want to go on the road to play the Devils or, you know, the Rangers? Look at how tough, you know, like I said yesterday, how tough the Rangers has played this season. Honestly, I think they could really stand a legitimate shot at beating the Hurricanes in the playoffs and knocking them out and sending them home for a second consecutive year. And so they've got to cut down on giving these teams so many opportunities. And then, you know, whenever they are, you know, they have really got to make sure that, you know, when they're given opportunities, the Hurricanes, they're taking advantage of them because. You know, yeah, you look at a Toronto game where, you know, they you know, scored well above, you know, expected. But there have been many opportunities, especially on the power play, where it just feels like missed opportunity after missed opportunity. You know, I've said it you know, for years now, you know, covering the team that so often on the power play, it just feels like they're passing it around, passing it around, passing it around. And when they are taking a shot, it's not the best shot they necessarily could have taken. So they have really, really got to step up their shot selection, limit the chances and opportunities that they're giving the other team. And once again, they have got to get the power play going. That's as a team, you know, now looking player to player, you know, Sebastian Ajo, you know, he's been a guy, you know, he's going to be the guy now with Andre being out for their rest of the year he's got to continue to play like a top guy brady shea has been a guy that has really stepped up as of late he scored 16 of the hurricanes 49 goals by defenseman i believe they're what three or four away from break from tying and breaking a franchise record uh by four goals by defenseman in a season like they're really they're they're having guys step up but they also need everyone to really step up their game and because this fetch hole is a massive hole. They're going to need, you know, Marty Natchez. You know, he's been a guy that all season long has been really, really good. They're going to need that continue for him. Seth Jarvis, you know, look at him. He's kind of cooled off this season, especially at this point. Kind of need him. You know, he's up there playing on the top line. He needs to play like a 
top line lingered. Again, not necessarily saying he's been bad, but with the Hurricanes offense struggling the way it is, they have really got to have him step it up. You know, yes, Barry Kotniemi, he has had a really, really bounce back here and really coming into his own as the Hurricanes' second line center. We need that to really continue. Again, are we going to have you know, five point nights from him every night. No, we're not going to have that. But, you know, he's set these career highs in goals and assists this year. We need that to continue. We really need him to show up offensively. Jesse Pugliarvi, you know, I know he's not, you know, the biggest offensive guy, but, you know, he ha- he's around a lot of guys that could help him, you know, find, you know, some offense. You know, I he has yet to notch a goal uh, as a Hurricane. I'm honestly unsure if he's even registered an assist as a hurricane yet and you know we really gotta have him stepping up as well you know is he a top six guy for the hurricanes right now no he's not but you know we need these guys stepping up yes for foss you know another guy you know he's shown you know he can really have it let's see it you know jordan stall you know in these past few years he's been a guy that towards the end of the year he started to really heat up and you know really take on a big load heading into the playoffs it hasn't really been the case this year and it's been more so brady shea which is again great it's fantastic but kind of want you know jordan stall to be the jordan stall that we've kind of seen these past couple seasons of him heating up late in the season, going into the playoffs, and being really, really clutch. That's what we need from these guys right now. You look at the goaltending. You know, Auntie Ronta coming back into the lineup. You know, we need him to take it slow. You know, I don't want him to sit, you know, be tonight, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, he gets the start. He goes out there, and he's not ready. He's out again, and then like, oh, Yoder, you know, you got to come back. Yeah, I don't want that for him. And then same with Freddie. You know, I want him to say, you know, you know, cool, calm, collective Freddie Anderson that we know and love. But I also kind of want him to watch watch out, you know, some of the goals he's let in as well. I think, you know, the slander that people have been giving him is pretty unwarranted. But, you know, some of the goals he has let in have been pretty soft. You know, I think you know, he needs to do a little bit better job guarding the five hole. And, you know, that these are little tiny things that, you know, against, you know, a team like, say, you know, Arizona or Montreal or something like that, maybe not, you know, the biggest of deals. You know, they could, you know, make these mistakes, get away with the win. But going against New Jersey, New York, Boston in the playoffs, you're not getting away with those things. Or even, you know, wild card round, you know, Islanders or the Penguins, whoever they end up playing. You know, those may be things that, yeah, you may be able to get away with, you know, against one of those teams, but that's still no guarantee with that there. But, you know, we're talking a lot about, you know, guys that need to step up, what they need to do. And again, power play unit two with Jesse Pugliari being on there. We need to look at the lineup for tonight's game, and we will do that right after this quick break, folks. Now, again, folks, if you're going to tonight's game, if you're going to Saturday's game or Sunday's game, and you're wanting to place a bet on any of those games, you need to do so at FanDuel. And 
FanDuel is, of course, America's number one sports book. And right now, you know, Final Four is going on. You know, you got the Hurricanes games going on. NBA playoffs are fixing to start. MLB opening day is today. So there's plenty of stuff for you to bet on right now. You can bet on all of your favorite teams. And FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 right now. That is up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Again, whether it's the Hurricanes in Detroit, Comencia Park's right down the road. If you want to bet on the Detroit Tigers, Boston Red Sox, the Miami Hurricanes, I think they could very well go win the national championship if you're wanting to bet on your favorite NBA team in the playoffs. Mine sure didn't make it, but, you know, maybe yours did. Maybe yours is the Sacramento Kings. Go bet on all of your favorite teams at FanDuel Sportsbook. Then you can claim your, you know, no sweat first bet up to $1,000. And you can also wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. Again, I'm saying the Miami Hurricanes, but that's just my opinion. And all of that is on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you joined FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign, to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Now, diving into the lineup for tonight, we, of course, as always, will check to see if the Hurricanes have posted an official lineup for tonight's game. We're going to refresh the NHL app, having to do that on my phone like the old school days of the show. I don't have both monitors right now, but as of right now, there is no projected lineup for the Hurricanes as of right now, but I do think that we can have a pretty good idea of what the Hurricanes will be looking like tonight on the ice. I think you know, your top six, we're going to pull up you know, from the last game you know, and go off of that, but I think it'll be sort of similar to what we're see- to what we saw last game. I think you know, on the top line, you know, I kind of think they may keep Jordan Martinuk on the first line. I think, you know, you're still going to have Sebastian Ajo and Marty Natchez up there. Could you see Tavo Terrafine go back on the first line? Absolutely. You can never, ever rule that out. But they've been rolling with Jordan Martinuk on the first line alongside those guys for quite a, for a few games now. So maybe they keep doing that. On the second line, Stefan Nazen. Yes, Spirit Cook, Yemi, and Seth Jarvis. I really don't see that one changing. You know, I, and you know, if those guys can get things rolling, again, you know, we're kind of talking about the Hurricanes struggling offense. If they can get things rolling, that is a really dangerous line there. And the third line last game was Terravine and Stahl. And oh, gosh, who was it? Who did play on that one? Was it Puyarvi or Faust? I think it was Jesper Foss. Yes, it was Jesper Foss because he had his baby and then s- still went out and played the game. He should not have done that, but that's just my opinion. Yes, it was Jesper Foss there. Yeah, I think yeah, that will likely be the same there. And then on that fourth line, Drury, Statsny, and Stepan. I think yeah, uh, Pugliarvi will likely slot down onto that fourth line, and then you will have either 
you know, Paul Statsny or Derek Stepan sitting out. I personally would probably have Paul Statsny being the being the odd man out, but that is just me. Again, this stuff can change on the uh, on the flip of a coin uh, with you know the Hurricanes. We all know how Rod Moore can be there, but the one thing that will not change is, of course, the defensive pairs. Those are going to be the same unless someone you know is just un uncharacteristically bad or they get hurt god forbid but that is of course you know jacob slavin brent burns brady shea brett pesci shane gossespear and jalen chatfield those aren't going to change you know that's been you know one thing you know we're complaining about offense and you know you know being really frustrated that the defensive pairs have been phenomenal <laughs> those are great and you know in goal tonight, again, I am saying it is going to be Frederick Anderson. I think they're go- just going to have Auntie Bronta back up tonight. He's healthy enough to do that. And then on Saturday up in Montreal will be when we see him finally come back into the lineup and start for the Hurricanes. But once again, I cannot stress enough. The Hurricanes, they have got to get their power play going, not only for tonight's game, Saturdays, Sundays, just in general, going down this stretch into the playoffs, they have got to get the power play going. And then they have also really got to stop giving the opposing teams so many opportunities. They have really got to stop doing that if they're going to be successful in this game against Red Wings, against the Canadians, against the Islanders, and then whoever they play in the playoffs. They have got to get this stuff under control if they're wanting to make a deep run and win these games. They're wanting to clinch the Metro. If they're wanting to have home ice in those first two rounds, they've really got to get it going. Because if they do not, like I said yesterday, they could very well find themselves packing up their golfing equipment, going down to Southern Pines and Pinehurst and playing golf or wherever they want to go play golf. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to be doing if they don't get this stuff under control. But before we get to playoffs, we got to get to tonight. And I'm really looking forward to being there at Little Caesars Arena for that for my first game as a visiting fan. So if you huge candy hex are there and you see me, say hi. I, of course, will be wearing my Alex Ndokovich jersey because he is projected to get the start for the Red Wings tonight. And while he has played, you know, the majority of his games this year down in the AHL, we cannot forget about how lights out he was for the Red Wings against the Hurricanes last year. So let's hope. I love Ned, but I want to see the Hurricanes come away with the win tonight. So make sure you are following the Hurricanes, obviously, (laughs) but following Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96, and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you have that notification bell on so you know when all these new episodes coming up. And once again, thank you for helping the channel get past 300 subscribers there on YouTube. And I will talk to you guys in tomorrow's episode when we recap this game from Little Caesars Arena against the Red Wings. And as always, folks, let's go Canes.